Welcome into RJ Bell's Dream Preview, Major League Baseball Edition. I'm Scott Seidenberg, joined by Griffin Warner. We get you ready for the Friday slate of games and the weekend in baseball. And on Thursday, we saw Max Scherzer in a new uniform as he made his debut for the Texas Rangers. And Griffin, it didn't start out well, but it ended well. Yeah, it didn't start well. Uh, thanks for the introduction, Scott, as always. Um, yeah, it was uh, two very soft base hits, a walk, a lot of strikeouts mixed in with some other, not a lot of hard contact. And then all of a sudden, there's three runs on the board for the White Sox, who to me look like they might be going for gunning for the worst team in baseball at this point, considering all they've given away from a pretty bad team in general as well. Um, but then Scherzer kind of turned it around. He st- really hasn't been that impressive this year. He's fall off, excuse me, far off his standards, uh, which were very lofty previously. But um, he's going to have a big lineup to back him up. Even with a three spot in the first inning, they were still able to take the lead, and he got the win today. So um, the future is brighter for Max Scherzer, but I still think he needs to actually show he can pitch like he used to. Yeah, uh, we'll see if that happens. We'll see if Verlander, you know, has a little resurgence back with the Houston Astros now. He spoke to the media on Thursday. He's happy to be back in Houston. It was his number one choice. Uh, But there is pitching news around the rest of the league. The Rays placing Shane McClanahan on the 15-day IL. Uh, This is a guy that they cannot afford to be without as they're in an interesting stretch of baseball right now. Yeah, and it's really interesting to start on Wednesday night at the at the Yankees in the Bronx and McClanahan was throwing a hundred in the first inning which is not something I'm used to seeing uh but forearm tightness sounds really scary especially coming off of a back injury which maybe he injured it from pitching through the back problem that he was having something like that um scary and then seeing Shohei Otani come out of the game after four innings on Thursday night also makes me wonder if all these pitchers are just falling apart Yeah, well, you have to treat them with kid gloves. You know, you you need them healthy for the stretch run. Here's another interesting story. The Twins have called up Dallas Keuchel, who was one of the best fades in betting baseball over the past couple of seasons. But in a few games in AAA this season, when he signed a AAA deal with the Twins, he maybe has regained his form uh, pitching in AAA this season. He's made uh, six starts. He's got a 1.13 ERA with 28 strikeouts. Wow. Uh, didn't ever think that Dallas Keuchel would get back to four and a half strikeouts per, per start, but I guess we're here. It is 2023. It's a weird, weird world we're living in. Um, I'm really looking forward to Dallas Keuchel being on a bad team uh, that's in first in their division, potentially going to be a bigger favorite than I think he should ever be. Uh, I'm not really sure that Dallas Keuchel's left arm should be a favorite to anyone anymore, but I've had some very frustrating losses against him, especially in his time at Houston. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting some payback. So I hope he gets called up. I hope he starts out with a really nice start like Noah Syndergaard did in his first start for Cleveland, and then uh, we'll unleash the fade machine yet again. Let's get into the schedule here for Friday. Talk about the series for the weekend here, the Braves and the Cubs. And, you know, I'm an advocate of the Cubs. Uh, I gave them out at plus 500 to win the Central. I still think that they are the best team in the Central. They have the best run differential. They're the only team that's, you know, a positive run differential in that entire division. They're not far out and uh, an important series here against the best team in the National League. 
in the Atlanta Braves. Can the Cubs avoid the sweep? Because I think asking them to take two of three is going to be a tough task here. But can they avoid the sweep here? Game one, Kyle Hendricks against Max Fried. I feel like that might be the best one to take, potentially Max Fried coming off off the IL from the minors. Um, I mean, it's really tough, especially with the Cubs, with a grueling series against the Reds. They scored, I think, their team record amount of runs in the – I guess four games that were played, but one of them was majorly aided by uh, Luke Maley, the catcher for the Reds pitching for and giving up a bunch of home runs, I think on on Wednesday night. But anyway, um, this is the best one for the Cubs. I I like Kyle Hendricks. He's seemingly regained some of that form still is not striking out anybody, but is getting weak contact. And that's a big deal. And it might be one of those situations that he could fool the Atlanta Braves. The problem is as a pretty big underdog, we suspect in this one, If he doesn't have it, it'll be over very, very quickly. And uh, that does not seem like something I want to potentially root against, especially with Atlanta with a day off today, having been playing such great baseball. The Cubs maybe have a little bit of a letdown after really teaching their division rival, the Reds, a lesson um, and really controlling an entire series. The Rays are at the Tigers. Zach Littell gets a start for Tampa. Reese Olsen for Detroit. Tampa minus 145 on the road. Yeah, uh, Zach Littell went a little bit deeper in his last start, five innings, and I feel like this is a time where the Rays are just going to unleash these openers and see how many outs they can get. Um, Reese Olsen had some good numbers earlier in the year. I'm not really a believer in anyone that plays for the Tigers at this point. Their young lineup is looking better, um, but I just don't see a reason to back a team that's really got nothing going for it. I guess the Rays team, which have not been playing well, to to be frank, um, and they are a big favorite on the road. But I just feel like they're, they're not the team I want to go against because I feel like they might be waking up. I mean, they're going to wake up eventually. We have the Nationals at the Reds. Patrick Corbin Day for D.C. Graham Ashcraft goes for Cincinnati. Reds are a huge favorite, minus 190. Yeah, Ashcraft off the re- a really great start at the Dodgers. Shut them out over five or six innings, I think he went, maybe even a little bit further than that. Gets a really good matchup with Washington, who are not a lot of great hitters in that lineup, but put the ball in play, which is really not in vogue in 2023. I think Patrick Corbin's got a big test to show that he's um, somewhere close to what he was before in like 2019 or something. It's been a while since he's been any good. He's had some good starts in him, but still looks like he's got a lot of uh, Bash Bros mentality in what he's doing. And I feel like in Great American Small Park, It's a really tough spot for him to uh, get through a Reds lineup, which is probably going to be a little sore after the Chicago series and looking to break out. Astros and the Yankees will continue their series. Hunter Brown on the mound for Houston. Luis Severino going for the Yankees. Houston minus 145 on the road. Yeah, gigantic price. I mean, I feel like the Yankees were favored in every game against the Astros at home last year or something to that extent. Well, they they won here on Thursday night as a pretty even spread. They, they did, but just it's a very different uh, microscope that the betting market has or, or belief system in the New York Yankees at this point compared to last year, which, I mean, does things change the dominance last year and in the playoffs? Certainly answer to that. Plus, the, the Yankees really struggling to hit this year and uh, losing Rizzo as well in that wild story. Um, I think Hunter Brown has shown that he has really good stuff. I don't know what to trust or what to think about Luis Severino got absolutely tattooed by the Orioles on Sunday night baseball. Um, wasn't even sure he'd make the start here. I figured they might even try to move him to the bullpen, but probably can't do that with his contract and trying to potentially move that asset. Um, I don't see a lot of reasons to back the, the Yankees here. 
um, even after the good win tonight. The Royals have won six straight games. I chalked that up to something that you thought you'd never say this season. They are at the Phillies. Jordan Lyles on the mound for the Royals. Aaron Nola for Philly. And the Phillies minus 250 at home. Gigantic price. Um, Jordan Lyles still somehow going. And uh, if there's anyone that's going to ruin that Kansas City streak, I think it's the guy that had the lost lead uh, maybe of all time earlier this year. Um, good run for the Royals. It probably ends here. It's going to be a tough series in Philadelphia. Um, though the Phillies have not been playing great and we're really playing kind of embarrassing baseball until they went to Miami and kind of pulled some games out from nowhere. Um, I think this is a series for Phillies, the Phillies to prove that they are a team that's going to make the playoffs. They can't slip up here. The Mets, who got swept by the Royals, will be in Baltimore to take on the Orioles. David Peterson on the mound for the Mets. Dean Kramer for Baltimore. Baltimore's minus 170. It just seems now the Mets uh, are realizing their fates after the trade deadline and not playing inspired baseball. Yeah, I mean, what is there to play for, right? Because if you lose, you get better draft picks. I mean, there's that's one of the issues that I have with American sport is it actually is good to lose if you're not going to win the whole thing. Uh Nice part for Baltimore is they get a team that probably doesn't really, it's not going to give as much effort. We'll probably roll over and quit a lot easier than others. And Baltimore gets some relief from playing a really tough series in Toronto that they should have swept all four games from. Uh, Got three of four, big for them, staying in first place and really, I think, quieting one of their rivals in their division and and making their, their team look even stronger to win that AL East. White Sox are at the Guardians. Mike Clevenger for Chicago. Logan Allen for Cleveland. Cleveland's minus 170. Yeah, I, like we were talking about earlier with Max Scherzer's debut, um, this White Sox team is trying to be the worst team in baseball, I think, and they're on their way to doing it. Uh, still have some pieces, but nothing that's really that intelligent or, or talented, I don't think, at this point. Um, it's really going to be hard. I'm looking to bet, bet against the White Sox as much as I can going forward, but I'm afraid there aren't going to be many opportunities. I'm RJ Bell, and I'm going to give you some straight talk. Now, there's two types of people that try to be healthy. One is the fanatics. They're the types that show up in Vegas, and they got a water bottle, and they got like a salary chopped up. And let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG1. But I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect, is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great. Next morning, you have the AG1, and all of a sudden, you're back feeling good. And to me, if you can have that as your home base in a way, that, that center, that equator, that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink and feel healthy, well, I love it. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash rjbell. That's drinkag1.com slash rjbell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick 6. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against? With Pick 6, you're not going against another player or players. 
you're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you got to do is pick between two and six NFL players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download DraftKings Pick 6 app now and sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, please visit dkng.com slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. We have the Blue Jays at the Red Sox. Alec Manoa on the mound for the Jays. James Paxton for Boston. Boston's minus 155. This is an interesting price, but it's only because of Manoa. And, you know, I guess you got the injury to Bichette as well. Yeah, but also the the Jays have not been hitting whatsoever. Had a tough series out west uh, in Seattle or a tough road trip in general. Uh, but then really were so quiet. I mean, they, they literally took a 4-1 lead against the Orioles on Wednesday night with only two hits on the board, thanks to, uh, I think, walking the bases loaded and two hit-by-pitches, knocking in runs, and then an error or something like that. So um, Toronto's really struggled. Uh, George Springer just celebrated breaking a, a 0-for-35 streak, which is, um, and he's still hitting fifth in the lineup, formerly the leadoff hitter. So uh, there's a lot of problems in Toronto at the moment. Uh, Alex Manoa, I don't think, is fixed. I think he's been really fortunate to get through a bunch of outings, hanging sliders, and then being called strikes, and and the opponents just being surprised by what he was throwing. Uh, Boston has looked a little bit weaker lately in the lineup, specifically at the bottom as well. Um, usually an over park, but I feel like this is a spot where if I had any faith in Alec Manoa, I'd go under. Um, and then you got Paxton, who's a big question mark too. So big, big price here. I guess if anything, I like the Jays, but I, I don't think I'll be anywhere close to that one. Marlins are at the Rangers. Jesus Lazaro for Miami. Jordan Montgomery for Texas. Rangers minus 145. Yeah, I feel like the debuts for... Rookies are one thing. I also feel like after trades, debuts are very, very tough to predict. And a lot of times the good starters don't have a great day. Uh, Drew Montgomery's a free agent to be, so he's got a lot to prove um, and gets a Miami team that's not going to hit the ball very well. Jesus Lazardo to me, is one of the most difficult pitchers to predict. He's got great strikeout stuff some days, but then it seems like he is uh, almost a Sandy Alcantara problem from earlier in the year. We'll have a really bad inning and give up a four spot, which unfortunately you just can't survive at this level of baseball. So um, what's the answer in this one? The, the Rangers actually seem like a smaller favorite than I think they should be. Um, didn't have as easy a time with Chicago, the White Sox version, but ultimately won the series still in first uh, and especially helped or aided by the Yankees beating the Astros on Thursday night. Um, I think it's a big series for Texas to take care of business because they're still looking over their shoulders and the Astros are right there. Twins host the Diamondbacks. Minnesota's minus 135 with Bailey Ober on the mound. Merrill Kelly goes for the D-backs. Yeah, Merrill Kelly has been awesome since I thought he was going to miss the year with a blood clot in his calf but has come back been sharp as all get out has beaten uh plenty of good teams so far now goes on the road to minnesota which he might have a little bit of trouble keeping the ball in the yard but he's used to doing that in arizona a tough park a hitter's park as well so uh bailey over on the other side for the twins has been great so far 
um, this year. I think there's been some doubters in, in what he'd be able to be long term. He's a, a big giant of a pitcher and has been really sharp. I feel like Arizona is an underdog here, though, is what's got me interested. The Pirates at the Brewers, Quinn Pricer for Pittsburgh, Colin Ray for the Brewers, Milwaukee minus 170. Yeah, big price, probably gets bigger, uh, especially after the demolition that was, I was watching earlier on Thursday night. Yep. Um, Colin Ray is not a big favorite type of pitcher for me. I hope he keeps getting these prices against other teams. Uh, I just don't know that Pittsburgh really is a, a, a team I want to back here. Certainly have a good closer option and David Bednar. Surprised he wasn't moved at the deadline. Priester's been, I think, okay, and is I feel like you've heard about this guy for a while, but um, big price, but I don't think Pittsburgh's anywhere near the same league as Milwaukee at this point. Interesting pitching matchup in St. Louis. Chris Flexen against Adam Wainwright. St. Louis is minus 170, total of 9.5. Feels like a low total, doesn't it? I mean, yep. I guess with the Rockies lineup on the road, that's never good, especially after they traded every piece they, that wasn't nailed down. Uh, Chris Flexen, I think, was traded to the Mets and then DFA'd because uh, they just wanted to to take on the salary, I think, from Seattle and then didn't want anything to do with him, even though he had been a Met before. Uh, probably speaks to what his abilities are. He's had a really tough year. Uh, had a lot of time in the Seattle rotation, and I wonder if that might be why they're not as much in the playoff race as they'd hoped at this point. Uh, Wayno's been old, uh, getting some outs. Seems like the broadcast is in love with him. Anything he does, like, wow, four runs in six innings. Great, great start, Adam. Thank you so much for saving us. But the Cardinals don't have a lot to play for right now. Pretty big favorite, better team, better lineup, better across the board. Um, but I swear, I don't have much faith in the Cardinals at this point. Mariners at the Angels. Luis Castillo for Seattle. Reed Detmers for the Angels. Seattle, a small road favorite. Yeah, I feel like a lot of respect here for the Mariners who don't really hit the ball, have a ton of swing and miss in them, and that's really what Reed Detmers made his name from in Double A, Triple A, and the minors. Um, I think it's a good chance it's another really low-scoring matchup, just like Thursday nights was between Otani and Brian Wu. Uh, I think Castillo's got great stuff, but I do feel like I'm interested more so in the Angels and potentially an under, and those two correlate. Dodgers at the Padres. It's going to be you, Darvish, for the Padres and Bobby Miller on the mound for the Dodgers. Yeah, Bobby Miller is a, a curious case to me at this point. Throws 100, nothing but smoke, and I feel like they're also going to be watching for his innings limits because that's something that the Dodgers don't tend to push. Uh, you, Darvish, also a curious case. Tough to predict. When he's good, he's great, and I always want to look to him as an underdog. Uh, looks like we kind of got an even split at the moment. Uh, potentially, I was kind of expecting the Dodgers to be favored here. They've been playing well lately. So is San Diego. But the Dodgers tend to be favored every time they play the Padres, no matter the venue. We'll have a ton of fans in that park. I went to that series a couple seasons ago, and it was awesome. Uh, but a lot of Dodger blue in that stadium. I'm going to be looking to see if the, the Padres move to an underdog, because that's, that's the side I want here. Tomorrow, Blake Snell will start for the Padres against the Dodgers. And... Uh... Looks like it's going to be Emmett Sheehan on the mound for L.A. I, I like the Padres and Snell in that one. Snell could very well be the Ameri the National League Cy Young Award winner, the way that he has pitched over his last, it's got to be, I don't know, 12 starts? I mean, it might be a quarter of their, our year right now, I think three months or so, because he's he's been great. His last, um, thir I his last 13 starts, he has allowed six earned runs. Awesome. I mean, he, he's been so good. It doesn't feel like it's going to forever repeat itself and that it's going to fall off a cliff at some point. But we've seen this before when he won the Cy Young in Tampa. 
great pitcher, got great stuff. Um, and I feel like this is the Padres' last stand. Uh, they need a good result here, a good series, and to keep the momentum going. I don't think they were expecting a lot, even from a home series against the Dodgers. But these wins are important as they're trying to find a way into the playoffs. I swear, I've got a lot of Washington Nationals 2019 vibes with the San Diego team, where if they could somehow find a way to get into that dance, they might be dancing a long time. All right, before we get to best bets for Friday, give the people a promo code so they can save 20% at pregame.com. Yeah, use the promo code FRESH20. Uh, we're not selling uh, Green Chef or, or we're not selling food here, groceries uh, delivered to your door. Instead, FRESH20 for the fresh picks that are coming out at pregame.com. Good for 20% off. All listeners of MLB Podcast, good for seven days from the podcast release. Um, use it r- literally till the 10th, 11th of August. Get as much as you can. We got plenty of, of, of stuff out there to get you ready for the football season, whether you're into college or pro. Uh, soccer season starting soon from from my point of view of course we got baseball picks scott and i coming out all the time with winners uh on a daily basis so check it out fresh 20 good for 20 percent off good for seven days for this podcast release i also want to mention there's a bulk dollar bonanza uh which you want to look out for which bulk dollars allow you to spend a certain amount of money but get more for it so you get more plays for lower prices um, I don't have the math necessarily in front of me, but that is the way to do it. Check it out. Bulk Dollar Bonanza on the site, pregame.com. And for my best bet for this Friday episode, it's a bit of an early start, but I feel like this is the game to get. The Cubs have a lot of momentum coming into this game. And I'm expecting, I see right now a line at circa plus 140 on, on Kyle Hendricks at home against Max Freed. Might be a little smaller by the time this, this uh, first pitch is thrown. Take the Cubs. I feel like this is a good spot for them riding that momentum at home in a day game where Hendricks will try to keep a Braves team off balance. If it goes well, that plus 140 looks great at the moment. So take that and uh, let's see if the the Cubs can avoid that sweep, as Scott mentioned. I'm going to fade the hottest team in baseball, and I'm going to say that the Royals winning streak comes to an end. I'll take the Phillies. I'll lay the one and a half on the run line to mitigate the juice here because they're massive favorites at minus 250. But Aaron Nola's splits between home and road are are just night and day. He's so much better at home. Opponents batting under 200 against him at Citizens Bank Ballpark. Jordan Lyles was able to pick up just his second win of the season in his last start. And uh, it was also just the second time this entire season that the Royals won any game in which he pitched in. Uh, he still gave up three runs in that game that they won. Uh, I think the Phillies offense has starting to come alive. They are the second wild card in the National League, pushing towards that first wild card in the National League. Give me the Phillies. I'll lay the run and a half against the Royals. Big series in Miami for the Phillies as well to prove that they're for real. Got to keep it going, and they'll certainly be motivated to take this one early. He is Griffin Warner. I'm Scott Seidenberg. We will talk to you later this weekend as we get you ready for next week in Major League Baseball. This is R.J. Bell's Dream Preview, MLB Edition.